Last week, we started talking about different mixing philosophies and different struggles that people may have when working on original music. This week, we're going to be exploring my personal uh, process and how I go from an idea, including how do I find inspiration all the way through how I write, mix, record, master uh, the entire song. And maybe even up until how I release, how do I come up with album art? How do I determine the name of the album or the song or whatever? All that and more on this episode of The Musicist. Hello and welcome to The Musicist. My name is Sage and like I said in the intro, today we are talking about my personal philosophy and how I go about writing, recording a song, how do I find inspiration, how do I mix, how do I master. Let's get into it. So how do I come up with inspiration? How do I find the inspiration to to make a song? Usually for me, it'll start with the music. So I'll be working on a beat as they're called in in hip-hop which is just the instrumental track the music behind the words and I'll be working on that and uh, I'll just get a certain vibe I'll a lot of times I'll just start I want to make a certain type of song and so I'll start working on it and um, then I'll get a certain vibe and I'll know this has the potential to actually be something and usually um whatever I'm happen to be going through or researching or studying or just the thought that I had that, uh, you know, I've run by friends, run by family, uh, to, you know, talk about, or just a thought that I had or something that God has shown me that then becomes the inspiration as what I want to write about. Um, and so I'll usually come up with a, just a, uh, filler name for the for the track along the lines of what I want to talk about or if I'm just producing and I'm just producing and I'm just producing then I'll label it kind of how I feel about the beat or uh, just a certain type of what's the word I'm looking for Uh, just a certain type of feeling I get from the beat Um, or, or what it is, if I'm trying to do like a jazzy hip-hop fusion track, maybe I'll name it Jazz Fusion or Jazz Hip-Hop or whatever. So that's how I usually start. How do I flesh out? Because when I make a beat, um, I usually start out with loops. And so I'll have like an 8 or 16 bar loop. Um, maybe of a verse idea and a chorus idea if I'm thinking of doing anything different for the chorus. Um, I'll, I'll produce both of those in just kind of a loop and I'll just loop over and over as I work on it. Um, and as I get sounds and I figure out where I want everything and kind of some panning and just basic how do I want it to sound before mixing? How do I kind of want the song to sound? Um, it's kind of preparing the recording. Um, how do I flesh out to the song? Um, usually, uh, the 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 song kind of dictates it for me. Uh, how do I feel about the song? Where do I think this song's going? In light of the inspiration that I have. Um, so, do I feel like this is supposed to be like a powerful chorus type song, or 
Do I think that this should be more laid back? Do I feel sad about something? Do I feel mad or passionate or happy about something?、Um, and that'll determine kind of how I go about structuring the song.、Um, so, so for example, if I'm feeling happy or triumphant about something, say、um, I may start out with a big opening.、Um, And go into kind of an epic-sounding verse, or or something, bring it down maybe for the verse,、uh, to kind of explain why I'm feeling triumphant, or or what have you.、Uh, if I'm feeling a little bit melancholy,、uh, then I'll start out with a more laid-back or subdued、uh, intro, building up into a more laid-back and subdued verse.、Um, If I'm feeling、uh, just just I need to get started, I can do that too.、Um, but it all comes down to the song and how you structure the song and the inspiration. What it, what are you trying to talk about?、Uh, if you're trying to have a, I went through some struggles and now I'm triumphant. That's one thing. If you're starting out triumphant and you want to just exclaim to the world how triumphant and happy you are. That's another thing,、um, so there's there's all of that in there.、Um, so how do I go about writing? How do I write? Now, if you、uh, if you、uh, have been paying attention, last week I、uh, predominantly do hip hop music.、Uh, so how do I write my rap music? How do I write raps?、Um, It kind of comes in in spurts for me. I don't I don't sit down with my pad and my pen and I just write out lines and lines and lines and cross them all out.、Um, for me, how I go about it is I put on the beat, I play the section that I'm working on over and over and, and over and, and over again the verse, and I just say stuff until I'm happy with something that comes out of my mouth.、Um, I wouldn't call it freestyling、uh, because、um, kind of just mumble,、uh, and then a word will come in, or a line will come in, or I'll just say something and it'll sound cool to me, and I'll write it down, and then I'll work like that.、Um, rarely do I just sit down without the music and just write. I need the music so I can put the lyrics to the music. I can fit the lyrics to the music. On occasion, I'll have a an idea for some lyrics and maybe a melody, and I'll try and make a beat around that.、Um, doesn't usually happen, but let me backpedal. Let me backpedal because I don't usually start with the verse. I usually start with the chorus. I usually start with the hook, and I'll work on the hook for a couple weeks、uh, or however long it takes to get the sound I want. Now, how do I know what sound I want? It's usually a question of influence. What have I been listening to? What am I into? What have I wanted to try? What cool thing did I hear some other artist do that I wanted to try for my song? That's usually how it comes out. So if you listen to my 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 tracks and you hear a chorus, I was probably probably listening to music that sounded similar to that hook, or I had a hook similar to that, or. That was my nearest approximation of what the hook was supposed to sound like,、um, and so that that's kind of how I go about writing 
my hooks and I'll just come up with different harmonies. I'll scrap it. And maybe I don't like the melody I came up with. I'll rewrite the melody. Maybe I didn't like the lyrics. I'll rewrite the lyrics. Um, this is an ongoing process up until, if I'm being honest, I release the song. Shouldn't be like that. Um, and I don't like it being like that. But that's genuinely how it is uh, quite a lot of the time. So now going back to rap, how do I go about recording the rap then? Do I record it in um, one take? Do I do several takes? Am I a fraud because I don't do just one take and I don't say it all at the same time a lot of the time? Um, I don't think so. If you do think so, I'm sorry. Um, when I perform the songs live, I do it in one take. Um, and I can do my rap in one take. I just usually don't record it like that. Um, and as a matter of fact, a lot of people don't record their their uh, their rap verse in one take. Uh, it's rare where you find people who just I one took there was one whole take and I just did it. Usually, um, and depending on who you listen who you listen to, for example, NF, it is impossible for him to do it uh, in one take based on now he does it differently live so he can do it one take but if you listen to the recording he will cut himself off um so as one word trails off another word will start and you cannot do that um in one take so you have to stop you have to finish that that line stop the recording start the next recording at the at the right spot and come in at the right spot sometimes i do that uh sometimes i just I haven't got the words down yet, and so maybe I'll have to re-record certain words over or certain lines over so I can focus around a certain word because my mouth doesn't work like that. It, it is not prepared for that. I haven't practiced it enough, but usually after I recorded everything and I practice it and practice it and listen to it and listen to it, I can do it in one take by the time it comes time for me to actually perform it live. Um, and I think that's how a lot of people are. Um, I think a lot of a lot of people actually practice a lot more than I do. Um, I usually, when I have a line and I can do it reasonably well, I'll just I'll just record it. Um, and unfortunately, and this is something that I'm starting to work on more, I don't ever really come back to re-record it to get it right, to to say all the words the way I wanted them to be said my fault and that's something i gotta work on as i as i go about um getting better at recording and getting better at producing and writing and uh, and being a musician that's something that i know i need to work on um but that's currently how i do it i just as soon as i have the line and i can say the line reasonably well i can say all the words in the right rhythm uh approximately I'll tell you the reason why approximately in a little bit. I'll record it, lay it down. Does it sound okay? Yes, it sounds okay. Okay, moving on to the next next line. I usually write in four bar increments. Uh, there are times when it's really tough that I'll write two bar increments. Um, and if I'm feeling particularly um, confident or the words are just flowing right then, uh, then I'll record uh, it. I'll record in eight bar increments. I, I don't think I ever really ever record the entire verse. Um, partly because I run out of breath. The way I rap, the, the kind of flows that I use, 
I don't leave myself enough spots for breath um, because I have a lot to say and uh, so I don't breathe much in my my verses which makes doing them hard uh, alive hard because I can't move around much I, ha I have to stand in one spot pretty much and wave my hand around because I gotta look interesting somehow some way but I'm doing that mainly because I can't say it and move around at I can't I can't rap and move around at the same time a lot of the time I definitely cannot jump I cannot run because I'm using up too much air as it is trying to say the lyrics in time at the speed I wrote them that's something else I have to work on I have to I have to put in breaks or I have to learn how to breathe or I have to change it when I do it live or something but I just like how it sounds I like my flows I like how I rap I like how it comes out sounding so I'm not gonna change that necessarily I may tweak it a little bit so that I could do it better uh, one take um, and you can hear everything there's something that I have been working on in my new music uh, that I'm working on now so that you know I can do it better live um, and I'm, I've been working on those things uh, so that's how I, that's how I go about writing my raps and and kind of recording my raps so when do I start mixing I start mixing the moment I start producing uh, that's how I do it I try and mix as I go just so I have an idea of the song because for me if the song doesn't sound professional I won't rap the best I won't give my all in the recording of the vocals if I feel like I'm not if, it, if, if I feel like it's a scratch track I'll sing and I'll rap like it's a scratch track so I won't focus on the pitch that I'm supposed to be hitting I won't focus on the motion I'm supposed to be giving that is another thing I need to work on just really getting into that headspace and just giving it my all emotionally when I record but that's how I am right now so I have to have um, I have to have it mixed to a certain point it doesn't have to be perfect and it never is um, but I have to have it mixed to a certain point so I have an idea of what it's supposed to sound like so I can feel like I'm I can close my eyes and I can feel like I'm on stage performing this live and that's kind of how I get my my uh, emotion in there I, I imagine I'm doing this live in front of people who paid to see me perform it live or maybe who just like my music um, and I'm like I can't just give them a deadpan delivery I gotta I have to have emotion in this I, I can't I can't not have emotion my fans need it so then I'll put my emotion in there to a certain extent um, and that's something that I work on all the time I have I always work on and if if you would hear me write and record uh, my rap my singing you'll you'll hear me go through a whole bunch of different emotions as I try to uh, figure out what I'm supposed to do but I start mixing pretty much as soon as I start producing just so I can make the sounds the way I want the sounds so that when I actually go to record I'm not trying to remember everything I wanted to do so if I hear something I try and go do it um, so after I have everything recorded I, re I mix it again so 
if I know for a fact this is exactly how I want this instrument to sound, I'll print the track. I'll uh, print the track, and then I'll treat that like it's just its own signal. This is this is what came out of the instrument. This was an instrument. I can't go back and I can't touch it. And then I'll go and I'll, you know, I'll treat it like it was its own signal and mix that to the track. Here's a little bit of a downside, just in case you were thinking everything I do is great and uh, you haven't been listening to the last uh, 16 minutes of me talk about different struggles that I have. <laughs> so just um, here's here's a bit of a problem. The, as you mix it, as you go, things tend to get louder, things tend to get muddy, things tend to clash. This is part of the reason why I end up mixing after everything's recorded. I take everything off. All the plugins that I put on, all the panning, all the automation, everything that I've worked on, scrap it. Start from fresh and remix it. Because now I have the vocals, which for hip hop are the most important thing. Kick, probably one of the most important drums. Snare, keeps you on time. That's where your, that's where your rhymes are supposed to come in right around the snare or or on the one where the kick goes so that determines your your rhythm then the bass element usually an 808 for the type of music i do maybe i have a different bass that i mix in so now i know i can i can prioritize the instruments in terms of uh vocals and drums uh for me i mix my drums kick snare vocals same level same loudness so that they command the same amount of space and same loudness the vocals are typically a little bit louder just a little bit clearer because that's what i want you to focus on i don't really want you to focus on the kick and snare at the expense of the kick or or, or at the expense of the uh what's the vocals (laughs) the rap vocals um i want i want you to focus on all three so I'm, I'll mix the vocals. Those are the loudest. Those are the most important. Then I'll focus on the the kick and snare, uh, bass element, whatever that bass element is. Um, I'll focus on that. Uh, then I'll mix in the main melodic element. Um, that's the next loudest thing because that's supposed to be what carries the harmony of the track. Um, and this is for the rap verse, obviously. It's kind of little. It's a little bit different with the, with the, um, with singing. Uh, it's the same principle that I, that I try to keep, but I keep the, for rap I keep the vocals a little bit above the kick and snare, because this is where I'm saying everything I want to say. In the singing, I bring it down a little bit so that the kick, the kick, snare, and vocals are the same loudness, same volume, because this is where it's supposed to be. I, I usually only sing in the in the chorus, and so I try to keep that um, I try to keep that the the most uh, cohesive. I want that to be like this beat came with this chorus, and I just added in this verse. Kind of not not necessarily one hundred percent total, but that's what I want it to kind of sound like. Um, that's what I'm trying to, trying to emulate. That's what I'm going for. Um, 
then so now that I have my my vocals my main vocals um, the main melodic elements the the kick snare hi-hats come in um, they're right around the same volume as the most the most melodic element maybe maybe a little bit quieter depending on the song depending on the context what is hi-hats doing are they important are they really not important are they just for excitement um, rhythmic excitement harmonic excitement by harmonic excitement i mean the frequency response and how high up they are on the frequency spectrum it, all of that you have to factor in that's why no song is is the same and you if you listen to any mix engineer any rap and rapper they don't know anything i'm just kidding i'm just kidding <laughs> if you listen to any um, mix engineer any producer any mastering engineer they will tell you and they're right if they're worth their salt they will tell you no song is the same you may use presets you may use templates but no song is the same so you can't just take one preset for, or you one vocal chain or one mixing philosophy and just slap it across all of your music because if you do certain songs are sound, gonna, gonna sound great because that's what that type of music that's what that process sounds good with other songs are going to sound horrible because that's not how you're supposed to mix that song or not the best way to mix that song and that and frankly that's it it there are multiple ways to mix a song and you the whole the whole art is finding the best way for you what you're what you're trying to go for is the best sounding to you and uh, so th- so that's that's kind of how i start mixing when do i start mastering Throughout the whole thing, I have a limiter on. What does a limiter do? It cuts all of the the, the uh, peaks at a certain decibel. And then you can turn everything up, make it appear louder while not gaining any more decibels. So you're not actually clipping, but it, it, it gets louder. Um, and uh, so if you listen to any track on the radio, all of these have been limited. And so why do I do this? I want to hear how it sounds at a louder volume. Frankly, that, that's it. I want to hear how it sounds at a louder volume. Now, the thing about limiters and turning just turning things up, if you just turn something up, it typically will sound better because you can hear it better. Doesn't mean it's better, which is why I just put it on for the whole, the whole, the whole time so that any decision I make is in reference to that and master limiter. Now I'll tweak the master limiter as I go about mixing and as I go about actually mastering. Now actually mastering after I've mixed the song a couple times just to make sure that I feel like I have the best mix I can get. Um, I feel like everything is in its place. I have all the automation I want, all the the automation I need, whatever. Then I'll go into mastering. Now, what do I mean by master? What, what's my mastering process? My mastering process goes, I put on an EQ. That's what the first thing I put on. So I can I can determine the frequency response, what the frequency looks like for the entire, for the entire mix. Um, next week, um, I'm not doing any, I'll probably do one next week. So next week, I'll talk about 
mastering a little bit more and specifically EQ in mastering, what is what is a good uh, frequency graph that you're trying to go for? Um, and if you can see, I'm kind of miming it right now. So just keeping that kind of shape <laughs> in mind. Um, if you're not watching this, you should watch it. I will be posting this uh, video on my social media. Um, maybe on YouTube. I don't know. We'll see. Um, anyway, back to mixing and mastering. So um, put on an EQ first so I can get that. I will tell you about it late next week. Get that frequency graph. Um, then I'll put on a compressor. Now, compressors are your best friend in mastering. That's how you get loudness without sounding distorted. And it's a trick. It's, it is seriously an art. And I envy people who are able to do it just like that. I, it's hard for me. It's hard for me. It's hard for me. I'm going to say that up in front right now. But I'm working on it. I'm getting better at it. Etc. Etc. So I'll put on a compressor. Um... Then I'll start dealing with mid-side stuff, so stuff that's only in the middle, like the bass, kick, snare, my main vocals, straight up the middle. I want to deal with those differently than how I want to deal with the sides. What that allows me to do is make it sound wider to a certain extent. Um, all of this is about making it sound as big and as exciting as possible. That's how I usually like to go about mixing. Or, sorry, mastering. Um, after the after the uh, the the compressor in the mid side, then I'll put on another um, EQ. Uh, EQ. Now this is specifically for the high end. I don't touch the low end. I try and get the low end as good as possible before going on to the high end. Um, and I treat the high end a little bit differently. Uh, I like it sounding a little bit crisp. It sounds more professional. It sounds more polished. If you have a clear high end, it doesn't sound money, um, money. I hope it makes money. It doesn't sound muddy. Um, <laughs> it, I, um, I lost my train of thought because I said money instead of muddy. Um, so it doesn't sound muddy and it just sounds a little bit more professional. After the, after the, uh, after that EQ, I put on a, stereo enhancer again this is supposed to be making it as wide as possible now there's a couple ways i do a stereo enhancer um around this time i usually do multi-band compression which is com basically like combining an eq and a compressor at the same time so i can compress the lows different than i want to compress the middle different than how i compress the high end and usually in mid side in in a multi-band compressor you can control the uh, stereo width of of the of the sound or of the that frequency. So, bass rule of thumb mono, one hundred percent mono. You don't want different types of bass because it just it doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good. I have yet to find a producer, mixing engineer, mastering engineer who doesn't put all their bases mono. Now, occasionally, for an effect, they may have the bass leave mono for a little bit, but for the most part, for the for 97.6% of the time, mono, bass, just start there, and if you need it, 
to break the rules, break the rules, but mono base. Okay. Mids, I usually don't touch the frequency or the, the stereo with because I like it how it is. High end, I'll maybe turn it up a little bit. Now, why do I do this? I want it to look like this. So this is low frequencies, this is high frequencies. So the higher up it goes, the wider it is. So it doesn't clutter up what I want to be in the middle. The, the uh, sorry, mono. Because I'm saying middle and there's middle frequencies. So the bass, I want it to be straight up and down in the middle, like it's coming out of your nose, like right here. Boom. Mids can come out here. The highs coming out straight like this. That's how you get a wide sound. That's how you get a huge, epic sounding recording. That's what I want to find. That's what I want to do with my mastering. After that, I usually put on a stereo enhancer um, and just boost everything out a little bit so it just sounds bigger. But I don't, you got everything in moderation, everything in moderation. So you don't ever push anything as hard as you can unless you mixing or that's a sound design decision but when it comes to mastering subtlety is the name of the game it's all about subtle moves that add up at the end now throughout all of this i may add in a couple a couple compressors here and there just to tame things make sure that i'm not going too crazy as well as turning up the apparent volume making sure that the the loudness is at where i want it to be relative to other professional mixes, songs that I like listening to, songs that I think of as professional. You got to, got to, got to, got to make sure that you do not ever, 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 ever. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Anyway, don't push it when you're mastering because it's gonna sound bad then I go to the, the end limiter the end limiter is where you're done after you have that end limiter don't touch anything else because then you may turn stuff up and you may end up clipping and you don't want that to happen so this is this is the end of it this is where you stop end limiter I try not to go um, I don't try not to cut any peaks more than six db that that's where i set it however low on the threshold i have to put that so be it also i don't leave the ceiling at zero i turn it down to 0 0.1 negative 0.1 is usually where i put it at so that i can guarantee that i will never clip ever 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 clip at any point in time on any occasion for any reason zilch nada don't touch me that, that's that's how I go about going through all of that. Um, we're kind of long today, so quick, how do I go about naming the song? Uh, by the time I'm done recording uh, the hook, I have an idea for the song, or by the time I finish writing the verse or the song's done being recorded, I have a, I, I have a name for the song, that's when it comes in. So before I go into uh, mixing, um, I already have a name for the song that kind of happens separately um album art how do i go about album art i go about making my album art uh based off of the idea of the album which i usually come up with as soon as i'm done working on the previous project um 
that's just how I go about it. Um, but, or, or just another, at some point in time, I'll figure it out. Um, or as, as I'm working on the song album cover, uh, just, I just take a picture of myself. It doesn't, I usually don't set up all these lights and I don't usually have the best lighting. <laughs> I just, uh, take a picture, find one that I, I think I look cool in or that I think could work. I watch a lot of, uh, Photoshop tutorials. I taught myself nah, and teach myself. I watch tutorials. That's how we taught myself. Um, how to do Photoshop, and so now I do my own album cover, uh, al- album cover, album cover um, in Photoshop, and I'll just whatever I was watching or whatever I thought looked cool from a Photoshop tutorial, I'll follow that tutorial for the album art, and then I distribute through a site called DistroKid. That's how I get my music on Spotify, on YouTube, on Apple Music, on iTunes, Amazon Music, you name it. It's probably there. You can probably find it where you listen to music. Um, and that's how I go about um, working from no idea what I'm doing. Blank um, blank screen. Just opened up FL Studio. That's, that's my particular dog choice. Um, to where I release the music. And you can hear it. That's how I go about it. And uh, so if you liked what you listened to, even though we went a little long today, uh, please leave a like, please leave a comment if you want to, um, if you liked the video quality or if you didn't like the video quality and you think I should never do a video ever again, leave a comment in the video. Uh, I'll read it and I'll probably laugh at you and then film next week. Just saying. Anyway, I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye.